Your business is an asset that can support a thriving life. I believe this, and I'm committed to making this a reality for every entrepreneur and business owner who listens to this podcast. The Women Thriving in Business podcast was created with you in mind. Whether you're thinking about entrepreneurship or you've been in business for a while, this show has inspiration, information, and advice that you can use to thrive in business. Women Thriving in Business features candid and unscripted conversations with entrepreneurs, business experts, authors, and academics who can contribute to your business success. I talk with leaders who have built thriving organizations and who are willing to share both the positive and challenging realities of the entrepreneurial journey. My name is Nikki Rogers. I am a transformation strategist and the host of the Women Thriving in Business podcast. I work with women leaders to develop the mindset, strategies, and relationships necessary to thrive in business. Join me and your fellow thrivers each week on this journey of discovery and success. Hello, thrivers, and welcome to this week's episode of Women Thriving in Business podcast. I'm excited because this is the final episode of season six of the podcast. And I have thoroughly enjoyed the guests that I've had on this season. And I hope that you have too. I'm excited to wrap up the season as well as start thinking about next season, season seven, which will be debuting in a few weeks. But for this final episode of season six, I wanted to talk to you all about the idea or concept of working through challenges and working through your fears in order to get on the other side and actually thrive in business. And also it has real world implications for the life that you want to lead, because often we come up against challenges that are in our business that often mimic those that we may be dealing with in our personal lives. So this is a great topic, I think, to be thinking about as we get to the end of the third quarter of the year and starting in on the fourth quarter. So we have three months left to wrap up the year strong. And honestly, every day counts, every week counts, every month counts. While we do have this calendar imposed end of the year, But if you think really on a day-to-day basis on how you get done, you really should be setting goals for yourself at those smaller increments of time because you can't make up in three months for what you had planned to do the entire year. Don't even try it. Just do what you can within that time period that you have available to you. And that means making the most of every day. So my topic today is titled is the only way out is through. And that idea came to me as I was on vacation and we had decided to go zip lining. And on this particular zip line course, there were eight lines that we had to navigate. And once we did the first line, which was a very much like, it was just a practice run, right? You could see from the platform where we're starting to the platform that we were going to, 
it was a little bit taller than say where I could reach up and touch the line. I couldn't reach up and touch the line, but very easily could have dropped to the ground if I needed to, or even if I'd fallen to the ground, there wouldn't have been any damage, right? It was just the first platform was up a couple of stairs. The landing platform was at the same height and it was perfectly fine. And I thought, okay, that was easy enough. If that's the most difficult it gets, then I'll be perfectly fine. Well, as we all know, that first line was just the starting point. And so we go to the first line. I say, okay, fine. I got past the initial jitters. We get to the second line of the zip line course. And at that moment, I started thinking, well, what if I changed my mind about going through with the zip lining adventure? And to take you back a bit, in order to get to the zip line course, we had to take a ride, a shuttle ride, or I'm going to say it was a shuttle, but more it was like an open wagon that we had to ride in over dirt roads and through the woods, really passing cows and other animals as we were going up into this area to get started on a zipline journey. And that was probably about a 30-minute ride to get to the start of the zipline course. So as I was standing there on the second leg of the course, just thinking about, well, what if I decide that I don't want to do this anymore? How will I get out of this? I could see as we were doing the second line, the platform was across some treetops. I could actually see the platform, but it definitely was not walkable. And it definitely wasn't something that if I fell from the height of that line that I was going to be okay. So as we got to the second line, I started getting a little bit nervous and wondering that if I decided I wasn't going to go through with this, how would I actually get out of this space and get back to what I consider safety? And so at that moment, I asked the guy, what happens if people change their minds? And he said, oh, well, you know, someone will come get you. And I said, okay. But at that moment, it was kind of a make or break decision because I knew once I got to the next platform that there was really the only way out was to go through with the whole process. So I go across the second line. We get to the landing spot, perfectly fine. But now we're going to the third line. And this third line is about 110 feet up in the air. We have to ascend a couple of stairs or several steps to get to it. And now this is the third longest line on the course. And when the guide at that moment said this was the third longest line, I thought, oh my goodness, if this is the third longest, I can't even imagine what the longest course actually looks like. And so it's my turn to go across the line and I get up there and I am frozen with fear. My hands are sweating. I am all of a sudden very nervous. I am double, triple, and quadruple checking the carabiners that are holding us to our trolley. And I was very nervous. And I could see the platform that we're really going to land in. But when I tell you on this third line, how high up we were in the sky, it felt like, and that I was going to have to traverse this 
what seemed like a forest of trees in order to get to that landing platform. I just felt like I couldn't do it. And I was standing there. My fellow zipliners were cheering me on and saying, you could do it. You could do it. And my heart was beating fast. And I was just gripped with this fear of like, what if I step off this platform and just plunge to my death or just be totally damaged from going off of this zip line? So the idea of stepping over that platform and just plunging myself into the sky was terrifying. And people were cheering me on. They're saying, Nikki, you can do this. You got this. And at some point, I just needed everyone to just be quiet and just chill out and let me as my own person just be able to face that fear and dig into the courage and be confident that one, that this company had all their safety protocols in place, that they were doing the work that they were supposed to do to keep us safe. And that I really had nothing to fear. You know, a few folks had gone in front of me, they had made it across the line. And so now it was up to me to take that step personally and just step off the platform and really lean into having the faith that it was all going to be okay, that we we're going to be taken care of. So I had to ask everyone to just quiet, chill out. And then I took a deep breath. And honestly, I closed my eyes and then I stepped off the platform. And when I stepped off the platform, wonder of wonders, right? I had all the support that I needed. I was able to quickly, I mean, it goes by just like a second, a moment, and you're across the line and you're coming in for your landing. And it just felt great. It was free. It was easy, honestly. It was designed to be a really freeing and exhilarating experience. And so I made it across that zip line. That was line number three. So I'm feeling really good about myself. I'm feeling happy and chuffed that I made a decision. I stepped off the platform. I made it out. And that was a great, great moment. And we go to maybe you're in line number four. We go to line number five. Line number six, again, a very tall. And now this is even longer than that previous one. And that same fear returned. Again, heart racing, arm palms sweating just having to really psych myself up to step off that platform, even though I'd done it several times, I feel like an old hand, I'm experienced, right? But that same fear returned and just talking myself through it. And I think because I had experienced that on the previous line, I knew I could get over it, but it was intense. And I just didn't expect it to happen again after I had gone through this experience a couple of times, but it happened again. So I step off the platform and it's fine. One of the things that I realized is that on the lines before, I had been so focused on getting to the end, so focused on the platform where we're going to land that I was not actually taking in the experience, this experience of being high above the trees of being able to see this huge reservoir that was next to the area that we were in. And 
really paying attention to that bird's eye view that I could only experience by doing this zip lining activity or, you know, maybe being in a helicopter, right? And so on this line where the fear had returned, one of the things I did is really say to myself and remind me to open my eyes. And so if I was going to take this leap off and jump off this platform, for this experience, I should actually enjoy the experience. So on that line, I opened my eyes, I widened my body so I could actually slow down and enjoy the view for a few seconds. And again, it just brought a different dimension to the experience. And so that was a gift I gave myself in the midst of that fear. And So now we're getting toward the end of this experience and we have yet to come. We have to get to the longest zip line and they tell us the last zip line is, it goes about 55 miles an hour. It is almost a half a mile long. And as we're getting started on this, I could feel that same fear returning when I got up to step on the platform and this again, a surprise. Now, this is the third time this has happened during this experience. But now again, I know that I can push through it and that there is actually going to be a great reward as a result of pushing through this. And so by the time we get to the end, I was able to, I'm going to say confidently, but deadly fearful on the inside, but confidently and really be bold about it and really tell my fear that it was not going to control me and just a step off and really enjoy the ride, be in the moment, observe what was going on around me, what was going on on the ground and really enjoy that half mile zip line as we got to the end. And so at that point, I was able to really express gratitude for having this opportunity and even having the opportunity to to feel the fear and push through it and push through it in a way that made me feel good about my achievements, made me feel good about taking the leap, about taking that risk. And so this wasn't just pushing through fear and just tamping it down and saying I shouldn't be fearful, but no, really just examining what was causing the fear and then not allowing it to overcome the experience that I was meant to have as a result of this process. And so I think three big takeaways or four, actually I have four takeaways from that experience is one is that the only way out of some situations that you may be in is through the situation. So even though the guide said, yes, someone would come get you, by the time we got to the third or fourth line, that someone coming to get you really meant that they were just going to strap you on to their bodies and tandem you through the course. There was no way of getting out of there without zip lining through the rest of the course. So sometimes the situations you're in, the only way out is to go through it. The second lesson that I took away is that sometimes that fear is going to return. It may return for a second time, a third time, a fourth time, even if you've been in a situation before, even if you've dealt with the fear before, it may still return. And that does not mean that you have to stop what you're doing. It just means that you draw on the lessons learned from your first experience with that fear and then start to move through it. And I think you have to be motivated by the experience or the reward that you're going to get on the other side of dealing with that fear. But what I do know is if you let fear stop you, 
you'll never know what's going to be on the other side. I would say in that feeling of accomplishment that you get is going to be worth the fear every time. I can say that even after I experienced that heart racing, the palm sweating, and just that, I, I'm going to say at that point, it was an irrational fear, right? Of that this is going to end badly. But the sense of accomplishment at the end of this, I just felt like I could take on the world because I had pushed through that fear. So that is going to be worth dealing with the fear every time. And the last lesson learned is that the journey itself, that journey through the challenge that you're working with or the situation, that journey is as important as the destination because you never know how that journey is going to shape you, how it's going to change you and what lessons you're going to get by being on that journey. So don't be so focused on getting to the destination that you miss out on the sights, the sounds, the energy that are happening while you're on the journey. So again, I say the only way out is through. So I encourage you to embrace situations that may be challenging to you, embrace stepping into spaces where you may feel uncomfortable and just see what's on the other side of that journey. So as we wrap up season six, I would love to hear from you. What are some of the topics that have really resonated with you this season? What are some of the topics you'd like to hear us cover and explore on Women Thriving in Business? What has changed in your life as a result of listening to the guests and listening to the insights that they have provided? I just want to hear from you and learn about what resonates with you as a listener and what is it that you want to know more about. And so with that, I'll sign off for season six. Please stay tuned for season seven that will be coming soon. And until next time, keep thriving. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Women Thriving in Business podcast. If you like this episode, share it with a friend and then join the conversation on social media and let us know what you learned or what resonated for you. Be sure to like, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. Until next week, keep thriving.